Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I do believe at this stage of the game that Joe Girardi is without question the right, uh, the right man for the job, and I look forward to, to working with him and, and, uh, and watching, watching his abilities unravel over the course of the next three years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Nice to see Dove is up and uh, driving into work listening to us, so we appreciate that. I'll give you Al's number later when I see you. Do not give him my phone number, Jay. Al should be included on these text messages when correcting us. That's all I'll say. I kind of feel sad for Saquon Barkley. I do, too. I agree with you. Like, he was asked yesterday, I guess, uh, whether he's going to be traded at the trade deadline. He wasn't asked that. He was asked about, they talked about the commanders. They talked about him feeling better. And then middle midway through about the four or five minute mark, someone said, you know, the trade deadline is coming up. Obviously, is it hard blocking out the rumors that teams are interested in you? Yeah. Which, by the way, is very flattering. Then it was, have you thought about the idea of them possibly trading you? And that's when he was like, you know, I don't want to be traded and... You know, don't want to go anywhere. I love it here. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, yeah, it's... You know, one of the things, I don't know why I don't think about this, but he had mentioned it in his not wanting to be traded. He said, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. You have to move. Yeah. I have a family. Yeah. I would love to be here. We always talk about that. I don't ever think about that oh, stuff. No, you and I actually have talked about that. Like, you got to uproot your family. Or you move and you... Like, so we we just talked about this last week with Kirk Cousins and the Jets. Oh, Oh, and yes, remember, we did. That was the discussion how much they love living out there. We saw on the on the documentary on Netflix. And I had made the suggestion maybe if he did waive the no trade and the Jets were interested, maybe the family stays in Minneapolis while he comes and finishes out the year. It's only a handful of months at this point, and he probably right. isn't coming back next year. But it is, it's a it's a crappy thing. You're all settled, the kids are in school, things are good, you got friends, you got the home, and all of a sudden we're trading you to Nashville. Yeah, if you're a single dude living the life, just living it up, and you want to get bounce around to cool towns. That's different. Or imagine you go from like a, a, a town like Miami, 
and then they go uh, in November, you're going to Minnesota or Indianapolis, right? <laughs> like, I agree. What? I agree. Where it's three degrees and nothing going on. The question I would have for you, because if you're going to trade him, and I'm sure they'll field calls. I mean, you you would yeah. never hang up the phone. You're one in five. Who knows what they do this weekend? The question to me is where. The place that makes the most sense to me would be the Bills. But I don't I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, you you look at teams that need a running back are good that want to make a push. I mean, where else would you think to send them? I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to look at those NFL standings, Jerry. I mean, I you know, do the Lions have a running back? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave David uh, David Montgomery. That's what I mean like imagine getting traded and having to go to Detroit. Oh my gosh. I'd be like, "What?" Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know where you would send him. I think the Bills make sense. But we'll see what the Giants do. We'll see. It de- a lot's going to depend with the trade deadline was what uh, Halloween, right? I think Halloween. So we're today's the twentieth. You've really got you've got two games left. I suppose if you won these next two games, assuming you don't trade them prior to, if you got back to three and five, and we've talked about the, I know Boomer doesn't like to hear it, but the softness of the schedule compared to the way it started, the next two games are, I would think, critical. In terms of what they're thinking. And I'm seeing another dude on the Giants offensive line. Shane Lemieux. Yeah, he tore his bicep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then I was I I had to get this out of an article, Jerry. The Giants have uh four mm-hmm. offensive linemen that came off the practice squad. Yeah. Or off a practice squad because they've gotten Correct. some from other teams. Yeah, because it's really gonna go well for Daniel Jones when he comes back. And this Shane Lemieux was the seventh of the original nine linemen that are out. Yeah. They got no shot. I. It's very difficult. Well, you say that, Man. and yet Justin Pugh came, as he That's said, true. off the couch and played relatively well. Matter of fact, if there was there was some there was some statistical or some analytic that I saw that he was among the top linemen in terms of pressure plays, the lack of you know the way he played on um, Monday night or Sunday night or whatever. Justin that was. Pugh, this is yeah. So Good you're you're right. This is a mash unit at this point. Yeah. But they did get some good play out of one of the guys that stepped in. All right. We need him to bring some of his friends off that couch. Uh, Yes, that would be helpful. Then I hope this happens this weekend, Jerry, because it'll be shades of Danny White and the Dallas Cowboys. We got Patrick Mahomes is the backup punter this week. This is awesome. Because Tommy Townsend, their regular punter. Now, he was hurt last week, but did punt through his injuries Mm -hmm. what's his injury he's got some sort of leg injury okay um but they said he still had problems again this week in practice and that uh patrick mahomes is the backup punter as he punted last in uh i think college so i think the way this will go is yeah what you're telling me is correct that townsend will get the first punt on sunday and if he tweaks something or shanks it or simply can't do it you'll get mahomes the rest of the way I'd That'd be, be awesome. I'd be setting up all sorts of trick plays with Mahomes as my punter. They might. Right? They might. Although, you would also think, who are they playing again? That's one of our cool games. Chargers. The Chargers. You would also think that, say what you want about Brandon Staley, you got to be ready for it, too. If Mahomes <laughs> is taking that deep snap. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a real deep shotgun. That's the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah. That's... Uh... That would be neat, though. That would bring us back to our childhood. Yes. When Danny White used to drop back on fourth down and then punt the ball away. The that weirdest one to me in the NFL was the a Boomer's teammate, Pat, Macnam- Pat McNally, I think his name was. He was a wide receiver slash punter. No kidding. For the Bengals. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. 
That's some weird, that's some weird wild stuff, Jay. You can also see uh, this weekend on, in the NFL, some players uh, will have a international flags on their helmets. Okay. To support to uh, support their heritage, where they're from. You don't have to wear a flag on your helmet, but if you want to wear a flag on your helmet, they're Jerry, allowed to this weekend. Yeah, and the coaches are as well. Okay. And this was an interesting one. I don't know where the coaches will wear theirs because they don't wear helmets, they tell they me. They probably have it put on their hat, I would think, or on their sweatshirt. So Bill Belichick is going to wear Croatia. His heritage is from Croatia. And then Brian Dable is going to wear the Canadian flag. I had no I'd idea wear, he was Canadian. I'd wear the American flag. Oh, that's a good Jerry. Yeah, isn't it? That is a good one. I'd go American flag. That's where I would go. That's good. Like my grandparents might or my great grandparents might have been from Italy. Yeah. I've never stepped foot in Italy. Right. I'll wear the American flag. I say either you have to be born in another or country your parents. or your parents. I agree. Your grandparents don't count for you to wear the flag. I, I don't disagree with you. You're absolutely right. All right, one Unless final you're like break. rooting for them in the Olympics or some sort of, uh, you know, one of these international games and you want to root for somebody, soccer, and you I go, think, you know what? By the way, I think Joel Embiid wants to play for Team USA in the Olympics. I like it. How about that? How about that? All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we got a couple more minutes for you. And then Boomer and Geo at 6, Football Friday on The Fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got two minutes for you, and then we'll get you to Boomer and Geo on this football Friday. This is a weird story I saw yesterday. You could uh, buy, Jerry, shares in Mickey Mantle's boyhood home. Yeah, I saw this. In Oklahoma. I actually read deep into this yeah. article because it got weirder and weirder okay. as it went on. So $7 per share. It's in a town called Commerce, Oklahoma. How many shares are they selling? Um, that I couldn't figure okay. out. But they, they, I guess they're claiming the property is worth like $330,000. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they caught up with someone in that neighborhood and said the houses here that look like that are $10,000. Oh, God. So I don't know what's going on with this Mickey Mantle house. It clearly needs a little updating. They're screwing the public. Yeah. But they want to make it an Airbnb, like you and your buddies, Jerry. You go to Oklahoma, kind of neat. stay at Mickey Mantle's house. I think they'd have they'd have to have Mickey Mantle like memorabilia in the place, right? I would think so. Turn you it into think? a museum. They want to put a uh, that, little league in the area. All kidding aside, that that would be neat to if you were a Yankee guy to do that, and then to see where he played, like the Sandlot he played yes. in. That they're, that's You're interested. Cool. I wouldn't want vacation to do it, but a couple of days, that's kind of neat. I remember a couple of years ago, Bruce Springsteen's house in Freehold, New stopped? Jersey. No, this is where he grew up. In, okay. Was for sale. And it was a very reasonable. I remember that because I told you you should buy it. Yeah, it was like $330,000. I do remember that. Maybe, like, maybe you could buy the one he has in Colts Neck when he's done. <laughs> You're loaded. Okay. You can loaded, cash okay. in the damn 401k. You got play you're single, no kids and 54. You got plenty of money. You think I could cash in a 401k and buy Bruce Springsteen's farmhouse? No way. I don't know, but you might be able to get a mortgage. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to pay the mortgage. 
but you that, might be able to get the mortgage. Right, we'll worry about that after I get the mortgage. What's your Jerry? In? It's Bruce a, Springsteen's home. I'll just start selling tours. You could. Two Come celebrities, on, one home. Bruce and Al. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.